Do you have a great idea, but don't know where to start in creating it? Have you started an idea, but don't know what direction you need to take it in? Karma Comics and our team of creatives can help you take your creation from a simple idea to a masterpiece. Visit www.karmacomics.org and schedule an idea consultation. Let us foster your idea, empower your creativity, and manifest your legacy. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Stop. This is yours truly. Just uh, wanting to check in with you guys. How you feel? What's what's how's it how's it going? Um, the common theme of the world right now is that uh, everyone's pretty satisfied with the fact that Trump is gone. Now they, they may not be happy with Joe with what Joe Biden Biden is doing, but they are very happy that Trump is no longer issue we aren't talking about his tweets we aren't talking about any uh 46 minute videos he's putting out we're not talking about uh you know basically anything except how lonely and how bad his businesses are doing um now this does not make me happy it doesn't it doesn't make me as happy as i ought to be um because towards the end there i mean i can just remember a moment the moment I realized that I was not a fan of Donald Trump. Now, his policies and, and whatever, you can argue that. You can be mad at his politics. You can be mad at how stupid he is. You can be mad at all that, all that stuff. Okay. But there's a thin line between stupid and dangerous. Okay. And I realized during the first debate, or maybe even the last debate, I forget. He said something to the effect of like mentally handicapped Latinos are the only ones who come back to um, to the immigration trials. And I out loud was like this mother. I was mad. I was so angry because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's stupid. It's rhetoric. It's it's the most dangerous type of speech you could engage in. And he just he just tends to talk like that. And it just really upsets me. But sadly, I'm not, not that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel good. I feel better. I feel like the world is my oyster and, you know, uh, success is its pearl or whatever they say. Um, I'm not sure if anyone ever said that. Uh, and if they haven't, that's trademark. Uh, that's trademark. So I can't say that. Um, the world is my oyster and the pearl in my the pearl is my success or whatever don't take it for those of y'all listening it's mine now i've never heard anybody say that um but i i'm not i'm not that happy what what i am happy about is joe's doing his is dizzle okay joe biden is doing them in executive orders okay he's putting in that work he's putting in the work to undo He's, well, I read an article that said like Joe is just basically looking good by getting rid of all the low-hanging fruit. That's exactly what you do when you go into a new regime. If the people are complaining about the Diet Coke machine, you remove it and you're a hero amongst those people. Right? People complain about the Big Mac um, pre-orders. You get rid of that and you're a hero in those people's eyes. Right? You reverse the Muslim ban, you're a hero in those people's eyes. You reverse the transgendered and uh, mil- the, the uh, 
LGBTQ in the military band. And you're a hero to these people. He's going to do a lot of things with racial inequity this week. Very excited to see. But unfortunately, I come this at this episode with bad news. Really bad news. Um, I, this weekend, went to my crystal ball. And I sat down in front of the crystal ball. And I said, oh, crystal ball. What's... What what is the future gonna look like? I'm just so scared about the future, what it what it's gonna look like. And uh, the crystal ball said you should be. I was like, well, you're not supposed to talk. Crystal ball said that's the new magic mirror. It's the one that talks. The crystal ball doesn't talk. You just show me. You don't have to tell me anything, right? Like otherwise, it's like speculation. If you're telling me crystal ball, it's like your opinion. Like I need just need no fact. I need you to show me. And the crystal ball said, I can't show you anything because you got me at a discount store. But what I can tell you is Mike, Michael Pence, Michael Jennifer Pence is going to be the president in 2024. Damn. And I said, what? I mean, how do you know crystal ball? He said, well, I'm I'm a crystal ball. Okay. There's some things we do know. There's some things I don't know. I was like, what, what don't you know? And the crystal ball said, uh, that's none of your damn business. And I was like, oh, wow, crystal ball. How do you tell me something like that and offer no credibility to your sources? And it said, just hear me out. So this is what the crystal ball told me. The crystal ball said, think about it like this, okay? Mike Pence has been following Donald Trump for the last four, five years. And quite faithfully, uh, he's been incredibly faithful. He hasn't, you know, said anything against Trump. He's done nothing but defend him and disappear when he couldn't. When when Donald Trump has done something indefensible, and he's his his tenure has been mostly benign. He hasn't really done anything. He did the Space Force, which is a joke. Um, he did the warp speed, which come to find out after the the new administration finds that it's a joke and um, you know there's just a lot that he really can't um, say is an accomplishment he was part of an administration that had one of the best stock markets in um, I think the history of the stock market Um, prior to 2019 I believe his economy was doing really well which you could argue is a subsect of what uh, the trajectory that Obama was kind of putting in place there. I mean, whatever, you call it whatever you want. Uh, even if you're on the side of that, it was Trump's economy and whatever, you can say that he was a part of that administration, yeah. But you have to look at it, in a, like it's like a numbers game, in a way. Mike Pence didn't do anything, therefore he is accountable to nothing. Okay. Mike Pence was loyal to the president, and a lot of people would appreciate that. Um, other than when he was uh, being threatened to be hung, hanged, hung outside of the Capitol. Um, that's one thing you could say is probably, you know, a blemish to, to no fault of his own, though. So think about it like this: if you were Mike Pence and you ran in in twenty twenty four. The first thing you could say is that I supported the president through all of his his entire tenure. And even after 
um, you could allege that he sent um, rioters to the Capitol to try to hang me. Okay, I still stayed loyal. I did what was constitutional. That'll get old heads and the old GOP on his side. And he said, I also supported the president and everything that he had done, which will get the Trump supporters. Okay. So Mike Pence is a unifying factor of the party. Okay. He could absolutely be that unifying factor. Think about it. Because he's a martyr. He didn't do anything wrong because he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything right because he didn't do anything. The only defense that Democrats would have against Mike Mike Pence would be that he supported Donald Trump. But Trump supporters would love the fact that he supported Donald Trump. He could even, minus the bad stuff, just keep saying all the good stuff. The perceived good stuff, right? Mike Pence is one of the best speakers ever. Best political... I mean, he, you should have seen him every time he speaks, honestly, he's a great vocabulary. He has a fantastic like tone. Um, it's really, he has, he's one of the best speakers in all of politics. The only person who could outspeak Mike Pence is Adam Schiff. He'll eat anybody else alive. Now he didn't, he didn't particularly beat Kamala during the, the debate that they had. But he was definitely more attention grabber. He didn't say shit. He didn't say nothing. He he said nothing masterfully. And that's politics. That's like politics as usual, right? Trump says nothing retardedly. Excuse me for saying the R word, but there's really no other way to describe it. Pence says nothing masterfully. Scary. It's, It's scary how well this dude can speak. It's scary how well he can articulate. It's scary how, like, you know, he's from Indiana. I'm pretty sure he's from upper middle class, uh, if not the higher class of Indiana, right? He doesn't... I've I've lived in Indiana, okay? You can talk like an Indianian, okay? (laughs) They're not really his people, right? He's just from... He's just there, right? But the fact that he can... I mean, he's like a souped up... Stafford bot. He's he's insane. He's insane. Okay. So let's recap. Mike Pence didn't do anything in the four years that he's been vice president. He was neither hot nor cold with Trump supporters. He never said anything against Trump, so that that would have him secure the Trump supporters, right? He didn't like, you know, fall in line with the plan to overthrow the government, so that keeps him in line with the traditional Republicans, right? He's been martyrized. He's he's a martyr now. Um, so he's pretty much, uh, in in some opinion, separated from the Trump administration because he started doing presidential things towards the end of the Trump administration. He called Kamala. He showed up at the inauguration. You know, he uh, he started looking real presidential. He started holding some of the briefings, and they're poising him to be the next presidential candidate in 2024. Now, the smartest thing to do, the smartest thing to do is for Pence to call the Senate and say, I will be your 2024 presidential candidate. I just need you to get Donald Trump out of my way. And as long as you don't make it seem like it's my fault, then I'm pretty sure he could get Donald, he could, he could get Donald Trump to 
endorse him as the next president of the United States as like a makeup for trying to get him killed <laughs> to make up for trying to get me killed Donald Trump could you just say that you endorsed me for president and campaign for me in 2024 and I think that would be all the fuel needed in order to uh, get Mike Pence in the office in the Oval Office now one of the things about it is people aren't scared enough of Mike Pence in order to try to stop him I think it'd be far easier for uh, Mike Pence to garner upwards of 70 million votes for then any other Democrat I can think of to garner 80 million votes to beat him. And I hope that makes sense. There isn't a Democrat out there right now that I can think of that could pull 80 million votes. Because the reason why Joe Biden even got 80 million votes is because they were trying to get Trump out of office. Okay, let's just call it spade to spade. They're trying to get Trump out of office. And I agree. I voted for Joe Biden uh, twice. No, I'm just <laughs> Please, please edit that out. <laughs> I am dead and I voted for Joe Biden. No, 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 edit that out. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I voted in all the places I've ever lived for Joe Biden. No, I'm just joking. Nobody can confirm that. Nobody even knows why. Um, that's not true, though. So that's Giuliani. If you're listening, that's not that's not evidence of voter fraud. Um, because I'm joking. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely voted for Joe Biden. Me, and my my girlfriend voted for Joe Biden. Uh, mail-in ballot. Um, and we did not verify our signatures. No, I'm just joking. No, no, no. I'm, it's a joke. Come on, guys. Y'all lighten up. There's no fraud. Lighten up. Um. Moving on. So there isn't a Democrat I can think of that could get 70 million votes um, or at least 71 million votes if Mike Pence can get 70 million votes. And let me choreograph this thing for you. So I already figured it out. Mike Pence calls Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump gets impeached. He calls the Senate, tells them to impeach Donald Trump and prevent him from running uh, for a public office for the rest of his life, right? And then Mike Pence tells the GOP that he is going to be the candidate for 2024, which I'm sure he'd be a shoe in because um, no other Republican makes sense. Um, and then there you go. You got candidate Mike Pence for the GOP, um, which I'm sure was his plan all along. Um, he was going to try to have tr- Trump run two terms, um, and then he was going to try to run after Trump for sure. When Trump couldn't run for office anymore, so now that there's the potential that Trump can't run for office after one term, it would be prudent for Mike Pence to call the Senate, the Senate in the House, and say, "Hey, you guys need to leave all the Trump stuff alone. Okay, vote him out." so that we can get our party back and then have me be the forerunner. I will have a cabinet built of some of the most loyal people. Uh, Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz will be in the cabinet. Sure. You get those two involved. You get those two standing behind that idea. And, uh, yeah, you got yourself a, uh, a an impeached and removed Trump. You have yourself a candidate, Mike Pence. 
And then I, I would say, the crystal ball would say that he would win in 2024 because there aren't any strong Democrats. So let me explain this. I know what you, the first thought that you all have. I have no doubt that Joe Biden will make it through his entire tenure as president, his first four years. He's going to do great work. He's going to do a really good job. And But the media, as with all administrations, are not for Biden, right? You got your Fox News, you got your Newsmax, you got your OAN, you have your all your, you know, far right news medias that are strengthening the rights movement. You, you got the strengthening Q- QAnon theory who say that Donald Trump will be president again on March 4th. I'm not even sure how that's, I didn't even read the article. It's just so stupid. Um, and, you know, you have all this, this controversy built around the executive orders. You have people coming out of the work saying that what Joe Biden is doing is detrimental to the country. You have Ted Cruz talking about the Keystone um, Pipeline getting rid of 11,000 jobs when it's really only 1,200 jobs. Um, It would have been 11,000 jobs over the course of like a decade. Um, And by the end of the decade, there will be newer, cleaner, easier, more higher paying uh, new energy jobs. Um, I don't know. Ted Cruz is just an idiot, honestly. He's he's a stooge. Um, But you have all that going on. So you have Joe Biden, I think is going to do a great job in this four years. Kamala is going to do great things as a vice president in the first four years. And naturally, they're going to want to promote Kamala to the presidency. They're going to want to push her to be the president of the United States. So just Joe's going to relinquish his, you know, second term to Kamala and she's going to be the candidate. Okay. First things first is I still don't think people are ready for a woman president. And that's unfortunate. Though they're ready for a woman vice president, I don't think that the Democrats have come out in mass to support a black woman president. Okay. Second of all, um, Kamala is incredibly liberal. So all the all the liberals are going to take your guns and uh, universal u- universal wages and health care, like socialism, all that socialism talk. She is her uh, Bernie and. OAC are like the faces of that. So they're, they're not going to want her to be the president of the United States because she's incredibly liberal, which is the same reason why she wasn't um, even in the top. I don't even think she's in the top 10 of the 18 Democrats that were running in 2018, 2019. Sorry. So they just, they just see her too, as too liberal. So I don't think that's going to be a go. And there isn't a Democrat who can... Um, in the next, I would say it would have to be in the next two years, like show that they're a superstar, either being the Senate or the House. Personally, I would like to see Adam Schiff run for president. Um, I think Adam Schiff would be a great president. I think he's a fantastic speaker. I think he's a fantastic steward of the people. I think he's a fantastic steward of the Constitution and law. I think he is, I think he's fantastic. I think he's very direct, very straight to the point. Um, you know, if anything, I would say there's probably some latent sexual something deviancy somewhere in his past. I don't know. Look, check it out. He'd have to get vetted, but, uh, <laughs> he just seems like a weird dude. Like he seems like he's into weird stuff. I don't know. I, that maybe that's why I like him. I don't know. Maybe I like him cause I think he's into weird things. I, I don't know, 
But I think he's a fantastic politician. I think he'd be a great president. I think he doesn't really need um, a large push. I think people are very familiar with him. I think anything that anyone could use against him um, during his tenure in the House is the impeachment. But I think that it was justified. I think he could talk himself out of it. I think he could talk himself into promoting some really good uh, policies. I think what he should do is not really connect himself with the Biden administration too much. Um, I think he should have a whole new plan. He could talk to Biden and have them connect on some things, but I don't think he should directly say that, you know, Biden's plan, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm going to follow it, finish what Biden started. Don't, don't say that because they were talking about finishing what Obama started and, and that's how we got Trump. So, <laughs> so be careful with that. Um, so let's completely recap. Michael, Michael Pence, Mike Pence, I think is Michael John Pence is going to be the candidate for 2024 because uh, he is a martyr. He's separated himself uh, enough from Trump because his followers tried to kill him enough to recapture some of the old GOP people who are appalled at the Trump Trump tards. Um, but he also can get an endorsement from Donald Trump. Um, if he were to run in 2024 and Donald Trump is unable to, I think he'd be able to get an endorsement from Donald Trump. And then that would be enough to get his base. Um, because remember for like four years, like minded, like it's probably a whole year where they were not having the Trump flags have pence on it anymore. Um, they were all Trump pence, right? So pence is a part of it, but he wasn't fully in it. He wasn't a total piece of shit. He was just some of a piece of shit. Um, and yeah, I don't really see a strong Democrat coming in. I don't see a Democrat being able to, you know, take the torch from Biden and, uh, you know, garner 80 million votes. I don't see it. I don't see it. If Trump runs again and he doesn't get impeached and he runs again, I think Trump will lose again. I know that. I think he'll lose again to whomever. Okay, because they don't want him back. And I, I think if they don't get Trump out of the party, it's going to be really rough for them in 2022. Um, yeah, I mean, we just have to look about, I'm, I'm consulting the crystal ball here and, and that's just my guess. If I had an educated guess, that's what it looks like for me. I think in 2022, if they don't get rid of Donald Trump, they're going to have some of the Republicans be replaced by uh, Trump Republicans. Um, but it's not going to give them a majority in the Senate. It's not going to give them a majority in the House. I think Democrats hold the House and Senate for, for Biden's term. For Biden's term, I think that they hold on to the House and the Senate. I think the House majority grows, and I think the Senate majority grows by two seats, two or three seats. Uh, and I think it's going to be like a reverse um, Trump years, <laughs> where it's going to be, uh, well, it's going to say the same because it's a majority in the House. I think it's going to go back to about 226, maybe 230. And then um, in the Senate, I think it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be 53 to 47. That's like six seats. Yeah, I think that number just popped right in my head. It's got to be something to it. I got a 53 53 Democrat to uh, 
um, 47 Republican. Wow. That just popped right in my head. Um, so it has to mean something. Um, that's intense. Uh, and also, uh, for the record, if it if it's reversed, if it's like 53 Republicans and 47 Democrats in 2022, I still get it. I can't see color in my uh, visions. Okay, but the numbers are impressive. If I call that number and it works, either way, I win. So, like, don't try to get all what you said on me, okay? Um, yeah, so take that in. If you have any uh, debates or if you disagree, uh, call into the show and we can debate about it. Um, but I'm pretty sure my crystal ball was, though it was cheap, um, he did predict that I would get rid of my hemorrhoids. So I did. And, uh, he was right about that. Um, well, I'm happy for the last few seconds. Uh, I want to talk about a few things that, uh, my mother company, Karma Comics is doing. Uh, we have a new Karma Karaoke YouTube channel. Um, that's going to be coming out um, in mid-February, right around time for Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we also have our website, and um, that's karmacomics.org. If you have a fantastic idea, if you are on the, if you're stuck with a certain problem with your story, if you don't know how to end it, if you don't know how to start it, um, Karma Comics is an ideal consultation service. Um, as you can tell, uh, I am one of its stewards i use that word a lot today um and we're just an idea engine so we can help you um complete your idea we can help you start your idea we uh, offer services for outlining and transcripting that idea um we also um help with ghostwriting and um though we don't help you sell it we get it sell ready um we have all the technology necessary to Uh, Get your movie scripts, your TV scripts, your book ideas, your graphic novels, your YouTube channels, your podcasts. Um, Just tell us what you need and Karma Comics can absolutely deliver. Um, Now that I've shamelessly plugged my business on my podcast, uh, (laughs) I just want to say thank you for listening and I'll see you next time on Full Stop.